The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? It's From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our DC. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Guess what? It's Friday. Dave's happy. Dave's happy it's Friday. Well, we're recording this on a Friday. It's probably not Friday for you. It's probably a random Tuesday or Wednesday or some such thing. Welcome to the Boston Podcast, where we tell the stories of your city. And as a great man once said, There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. And you're listening to us from the future. So if you can hear my voice, just let me know what the Kino numbers uh, were for games 97642 through 97647, and we'll be good. I never freaking win a Kino, ever. And it depresses me. Um, so you know what's not depressing? What's not depressing is I, has, I have my friend, attorney, Martha Bagley, in the house. She's here. She hasn't said anything yet, though. Not yet. Oh, gotcha. Everybody falls for that trick. So um, I've been looking forward to this one because Martha's an, an old friend. And if you don't know Martha, you just should. She is um, – she's – Awesome. She's smart. She's one of the best family lawyers in the biz. She's in kind of a mythical figure up on the North Shore. Um, at least that's what I think. Although, you know, us South Shore kids, we don't really understand the North Shore. We get lost up there, and Route 128 diverges from Route 95. That freaks us out. We don't get that. I crossed the Rubicon to be here with you today. You, what is that? You crossed the what? The Rubicon. What does that, that mean? That, that fictitious bridge. Oh, the, that okay, Once you right. cross, you can't come back. Okay, right. So, yeah, yeah you, you have to... Right, it's like uh, Tom Hanks at the end of the movie Splash when he, he wants to be with Daryl Hannah, the mermaid, but she says, uh, you know, you can't. He says, I, I can come, come back and visit Freddie for the holiday. She says, no, once you jump in, you can never come back. Come back yeah. But I think wherever uh, that Alan Bauer is, the character in the movie is, he's happy and he has fins and he's swimming with the naked mermaid. So, you know, it all works out differently for us, right? You it never does. know. You never. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to go there. Um, so, Martha, first off, uh, you make no apologies for your Boston accent. We were just talking about it. And if you hadn't heard, there's a news report that says, news report, study, who knows who does these things, right? But that found the Boston accent, the second sexiest accent uh, just behind Texas. Just behind Texas. So you boys down there in Texas, come up here in Boston, and we got ourselves a sexy couple. It's about time. It's about time that it Boston, that Boston the, accent got recognized. It, it really is. Think of how harsh the letter R is. Yeah. So when we take it out of the middle of a word and we end it to the, we put it on the end of the word, it softens it. Yeah. So the Boston accent is lovely. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of uh, the best. Uh, uh, this is the point in the program where Dave forgets to turn his email notification off. Thank you. Thank you. I know you've all been waiting for it. It's a tradition on the Boston podcast, and now I've shut it off. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, the, 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 to me, the Boston accent, I guess, has become sexy because, as I said to you before we started recording, Damon and Affleck kind of popularized it in Goodwill Hunting, you know. I got a number. How do you, you like them? How do you like them apples? <laughs> um, but it, it, I guess, how would you describe the Boston accent? 
like uh, what qualities are I think it has uh, a range yep so there is the more harsh inner city accent as there is with any accent if you listen to an Irish accent someone from Dublin sounds very different than someone from Galway absolutely so I think it, the same can be said of the Boston accent and the closer you are to the city the hasha it would be the closer you are to the city <laughs> it, it, it's fucking hasha down in certain fucking areas in Southeast exactly you, you, but yeah, yeah. And sometimes as you get out of the city you'll find people refer to their aunt yeah you know yeah or they go to the bathroom. I'm an aunt. Yeah. I'm not a bathroom. I, I'm, I'm an I'm, aunt. I'm, uh, yeah. You know, um, we do supper also. At least I, as a, as a kid, I did. Did 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 you ever get called in for supper? No, we or did dinner. Dinner. dinner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Martha. Exactly. Dinner's on the table. <laughs> Where are you? What ya? are you doing? Where are you? It's Stop funny. Stop playing street hockey. Keep I, your front teeth. Y- yeah, I have a, I have an aunt. An Aunt Martha. Um, Do you have an Aunt Martha? I have an Aunt Martha, and uh, my Uncle John has the most, has the thickest, uh, Martha's uh, husband, and he has the thickest accent in the family. So I'm always imitating. He's a little bit of a high-pitched my Uncle John. Yeah, Dave, how you doing? Uh, no, I can't come over tomorrow. I'm, I got to go over to Martha's. Um, and uh, that's just so much fun. That will never get old. So let's explain a little bit as to why Martha is such a big shot. Well, first of all, family law. If you're getting divorced, thinking about getting divorced, you've already been divorced and things still a freaking mess, which happens, jeez, it happens so Way much. too often. Yeah. Can I tell you, I, I won't mention his name because you'd get pissed, but I was at uh, a friend of mine. His son was getting bar mitzvahed, and his, he ha, he's been divorced for a number of years, but he had, uh, he had to have an officer of the court uh, uh, appointed, a lawyer who was there, at the bar mitzvah, making sure everybody behaved, you know, he and his ex. There's one where we have someone who has an, a maturity problem. Yeah. Some, something's going on yeah, there, that's, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so for some people, it just never ends, right? Well, it is. And, and you know good parents, David, when you see them put their children before themselves and before the conflict. Yes. And the worst cases are the ones where one parent or both can't do that. Right. Oh, can't's the Kant's, other one. Kant's, yeah. Kant. <laughs> I can't, but I can't go over to my aunt uh, until I go to the bathroom first. And go yeah. see Aunt Martha. Go see Aunt Martha. But yeah. it, those are the divorces that are th- tr- so troublesome. And I know that, you know, the kids are going to be okay when the parents can put them first. Yep. And leave the adult stuff to the adults. Yeah. They know much more of what's going on than you think. Right. Don't add to their burden. Yep. Leave them out. Yeah. And as Children I, deserve that. As I was saying to you earlier before we started this, that... Um, I owe a lot to my my ex, um, the kid's mom, who we we are still very much on speaking terms. And believe me, she has plenty of times where to call me an an, an asshole, <laughs> <laughs> and she and she bites her tongue when it comes to the kids. And so, to me, that's always been common sense. Why did it? But but it's not the norm, is it? And no, it isn't. And it it's interesting because. When the children become what they fight over, yeah, that's when it becomes very problematic. It and you usually like see weaponized, that. Weaponized. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. see that when people don't either don't have assets to fight over, or have so many, uh, they don't have to fight over the assets, so they yeah. fight over the kids. And they're your gift, and you have your gift for a short period of time. Right. So try to maximize the years with your children right? and make them pleasant. And I'm so glad to hear that you and your ex, I'm not surprised, I've met you both, yes. but that you guys are working it out together. Now, my yep. former spouse and I share custody of a cat. 
Mm. Um, Felix stays primarily with Bruce, okay. and I'm not kidding you. Uh, but I do get vacation time. Oh, I get, just had him for two weeks. You, so you get to take the cat on. What's the cat's name? Felix. Felix, sorry. You get. To, yes, I know where that comes story. from. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a short story. Felix is a very uh, famous cat, one of the most famous cats. I have a better story. Okay. So I adopted this wonderful feline, um, I don't know, 10 years ago. And we were, my former spouse and I were arguing over the cat's name. Mm. And he had come home with kennel cough, so Bruce wanted to name the cat Gak. <laughs> I found that a wee bit offensive. So wait, is that a build a cat reference? Possibly, yes, it, it is was. from That's, Bloom County because he was gacking up he his would little gack lungs. Or yep. or what, yeah, okay. So we're gonna have gack. <laughs> uh, I didn't like the name, and he's a beautiful cat. So I and he purred all the time. Mm. So I said to Bruce, I'm like, grab the Latin dictionary. Okay. Whatever happy is in Latin. Okay. Is the name of the cat Felix? Oh no way! Yeah way. So. So well, you I, learn Latin here today, David. So, but I wonder if that's how Felix the cat, the original cat from the, the car, you know, who Felix the cat is, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I wonder if that's how he got his name. It could Probably, be. Maybe, Might yeah. Be. That, that uh, has me thinking. Uh, when you said Felix, I was about to say the most famous cat of all time, but that's, Felix might not be. The, if you had to rank the most famous cats of all time, who would they be? Tigger. Tigger. <laughs> Oh, I, I was gonna stay in the in the house cat category, Tigger. Well, then yeah. Well, then you'd have to throw in the MGM lion in it. Well, Tigger Tigger is a is is a tiger. Okay, that, so that's, you think I'm you, a genius? The most famous house cat? No, uh, fi- m- fictional or Morris other, Mo- Morris, Morris. Fr- from the the. Uh, I don't know. It was that cat was a cat food. food. Yeah, that was a cat food ad. Oh, I should know. I don't know, but um, I have a more famous one. I think Garfield. Of course. Isn't Garfield up there? He's a good cat. Then there's uh, Toonsis the cat from Saturday Night Live who could drive a car, or could he? Usually ended badly. Um, it always ended badly for Toons. Yeah, Toonsis. Um, Garfield, uh, there was a famous cat in a uh, cult movie which was strangely pornographic. What was that called? Somebody the Cat. Oh, but then there's Top Cat. Okay. The top Cat. The top Cat. And there's, we're, we're forgetting some. Um, if you can think of a cat uh, name, famous one that Martha and I have left out, please give us a call at 605. I'm just kidding. This is a podcast. We don't take call-ins. What do we do? That would be what way too much here? fun. Anyway, so um, enough of that catastrophe. Oh, thank nice. you very much. Yes. Um, where the hell is uh, my rim shot? There it is right there. Thank you. I'll be here all night. Try the veal. So you, there are a couple other elements of your professional world or civic world or whatever <laughs> we're going to call this that um, I wanted to ask you about. Sure. And they, they both seem to involve boats and, and uh, seagoing, right? You got so, it. So uh, tell me about the, the Boston Marine Society. And I, I know that you've been connected to them for a long time. And your dad, well, your beloved dad was uh, an icon there. And tell us about that. So back in the uh, 1930s, my grandfather was made an honorary member of the Boston Marine oh, Society. Three generations. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, and the, the, the two charities I work on in the port are connected. Um, so generally, we start at the Mariner's House, and then they recognize us as good civic leaders and invite us to be Boston Marine members. But oh, So the two are sort of connected. Can, sort of. Uh, uh, friendly, yeah. Okay. But when I was asked to uh, file my application to become an honorary member of the Boston Marine Society, mm-hmm. it was kind of like getting into college. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was that big a deal. Really? The honorable members of note, mm-hmm. John Adams. Okay. John Quincy Adams. Of course. Charles Sumner. Mm-hmm. Sumner Tunnel. Yeah, yeah. 
FDR, JFK. FDR? What was FDR doing in there? Honorary member. Oh, okay. Just um, he actually he had a lot of support for the U.S. Navy, and they kind of liked the way he did the World War II thing using the British ships. Okay. Um, <laughs> Governor Ed King, because of my father. They were friends. Oh. Uh, and then Jacques Cousteau. Come on. Only got an honorary. He didn't get a maritime membership. He was a captain. Yeah. So it's a group of sea captains. It began back in 1742. We just, on Tuesday night, celebrated our 277th Ladies' Night. Whoa. Um, I am the only... Wait a minute, hold on. 277th... Ladies' an- Night. Annual? Annual Ladies' Night. So there were they allowed ladies in this society back in the whenever? No, there were no ladies invited. Ladies' <laughs> Night is to um, thank and honor the women okay. who support men who go out to sea. Well, that's still... Oh, I get it. Okay. So, so that's an old-fashioned thing. Very much so. Yeah, okay. And, uh, but I am the only... Woman yep. officer. <laughs> yeah, very good. And I go to these monthly meetings, and I get the pleasure of sitting around a table with sea captains who know more about navigation and the water than I'll ever glean. Right. Uh, and it, it's a wonderful opportunity to do some charitable work. This year, that organization gave out over $150,000 to uh, help relieve families who are affected by seagoing tragedies or who just need the additional support. Excellent. I love. I love it. Now, when you're in there, I'm picturing, um, I suppose, other than you, everyone has a long white beard, uh, walks in wearing these these huge uh, waterproof uh, overalls smelling of uh, sea salt. And, um, you know, I picture everybody's got like a lobster in each hand, you know, just come off the boat. It's probably not quite like that, right? Not quite. But <laughs> generally, our members come from uh, our sea captains on multi-ton I mean, 350-ton vessels. Mm-hmm. These guys are not out on, you know, my old sailboat, which is 20 feet. Um, so they'll f- complete their seagoing career. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of them become pilots who help navigation in the port. And then others become involved with maritime industries. So it's usually a second career, and they come and sit on the board, and we do good deeds and have some fun. Cool. I love it. I love it. Um, any hope for more females uh Ascending the ranks of, oh, of the society, yep. yes. As okay. female sea captains ascend, last year um, the gentleman honored myself uh, and two lady captains, one of whom oh, cool. was the first graduate of a maritime academy mm-hmm. uh, in 1972, and she was an, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only was she the first woman to graduate from the United States Maritime Academy, she was valedictorian of her class. Wow! Um, so as I think women come up in the ranks. But the other problem, David, is we, we don't have many U.S. ships anymore. Mm. We're under half a dozen that are U.S. flagged. Why is that? Because it's less expensive to use foreign crews. Oh. No Jones Act, no... You Outsourcing. Know. Mm-hmm. Jeez. And it happened a long time ago in our industry, so... Mm-hmm. But it's critical to the port when you think the Boston pilots bring in LNG tankers mm-hmm. to go over to Chelsea, oil tankers to go over to Chelsea. They bring in all of our sand and salt for winter. Mm-hmm. Plus all the you know stuff that goes in at Moran over in South Boston. Pardon me, Flynn. Mm. And the name of that terminal now is about this long, and the only name I remember is Flynn. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, but it, there's a lot going on in the harbor that we don't think about. Yeah. Um, sometimes when I'm downtown, I like to look at the, what's it called, the Custom Tower? Mm, the Custom House. Custom House. Uh, and it's the tower, and I think you can go up there. Um, I haven't been up there, but, and, but I for some Someday I must have been bored because I just started researching it. And the 
so it's kind of smack dab in the middle of the financial district now, kind of, sort of, um, uh, near Faneuil Hall, right? Mm-hmm. But it used to be, that was where the pier was, yes. right? And the ships used to come right up and they had to go through customs Correct. there. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that blows my mind. It's, so Marriott bought it. Okay, um, right, yeah, yeah. A decade or two ago and turned it, I believe it's either a timeshare or a oh, okay. hotel. Um, but yeah, that was the water line. So yeah. the landfill. Uh-huh. And if you look at the old maps from the 1700s or the 1800s, and of course I have those because I'm a third generation lawyer yeah. in Boston, yeah. um, it, it's amazing how much we're filled in. Yeah, yeah. And how much is ready to sink. Right. But yeah. when we had those horrific storms last March, um, Atlantic Avenue was three feet of water. Mm-hmm. So you can see where the water line wants to come back Yeah, exactly. To. If nature had its way. Correct. All the way. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and um, we want. I want to also ask you about um, the cannabis industry. That, that was a left turn, huh? Dave, you used, used to be good at segues, Dave. Um, well, I'm, I'm just so delighted and feeling almost kind of high about our last conversation. <laughs> and so, therefore, let's talk about cannabis. Let's talk um, cannabis. I, I hear how it's growing like a weed. Uh, that's a teaser. If you hold on for a minute, folks, we'll, we'll get to that after I take just one minute to tell you about what we do here at the Boston Podcast Network. How would you like your own podcast? The Boston Podcast Network can produce one for you. Whether you are a lawyer, like the amazing lawyer I have in my studio today, Martha, or a financial advisor, or a business owner, or really any kind of professional, you should have your own voice heard through this exciting new medium. A good podcast is more powerful than traditional advertising. If a prospective client hears your podcast through their earbuds, you're already in their head. Literally. 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 That's the correct use of the word literally. Get it right, people. <clears throat> I'm okay. Really, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's a sore subject. Literally. Also, fewer and less. Do you, do you, have you noticed how people have, forget, have forgotten the difference between fewer less, fewer people, less people? Don't get me started. Irregardless. Irri- irregard- went into the dictionary. Yes! yes! I am horrified. Thank you, Martha Bagley. not a word. I noticed that. If that went into the dictionary and it says something like irregular, an irregular word or something. It, no, it, it says see regardless. See, re- see regardless. <laughs> it's not a word. You you idiot people made it up. And literally is in. there's a, there's a secondary definition. For literally now, which means uh, an exaggeration, an exaggeration. Like, and if you say he carried the whole team on his back, that's an exaggeration. That he literally carried the whole team on his back. It says an exaggeration, which is the opposite of the word literally. And irregardless is extraneous, and you're all terrible. Don't words mean anything anymore, people? <clears throat> As I was saying. Um, Pod617.com will help you deliver a message and build relationships. Clients and centers of influence will delight in being a guest on your show. That's how it works. Come here to our Westwood studios. You invite your clients or prospects or friends or interesting people to be guests on your show, and they will dig it. Be part of the pod revolution. Visit pod617.com. In pod, we trust. Okay. That, that, um, Only you. That was a jam, <laughs> jam-packed live read. I kind of went off... I, do you think I went off script a little bit there? Just yeah, a half. Just a little bit. Okay, so let's talk about cannabis because um, I know a little here and there. And um, my good friend, Ronnie LeBlanc, who is um, on the Monsterland podcast here in Pod 617, he works out at the – he's the marketing director of Sanctuary Medicinals out in Gardner. And we were out there on – 420. I, I'm not a good. I'm, I'm a bad pothead. I don't know. It's no, 420, it was very right? Good. Okay, 420. It was on 420. They had a special customer appreciation event, and it was 
packed. Oh, I bet. Yeah, we were there to record a podcast. I did not leave with any supplies. I wanted to. I wanted to try something, maybe like CBD oil or something that would kind of chill me out during the day. Everyone can use this. Anyway, what do you know about it, and how is your your law firm going to get involved? Because it's a, it's a, it's separate and apart from family law, although maybe it isn't because you know, talk about an area where people need to soothe their nerves, right? Well, after twenty five years of death and divorce, dope was an easy <laughs> way to go. Um, I've long been an death, adv- divorce, and dope. D- absolutely, you go. You the three D's. Love it. Um, here at Bagley Law, you're a safe harbor. <laughs> oh wow! Well, Covering it, all the bases. That I is love our it. tagline. Um, I love it. But it, you know, I was so excited, and this is a new area of law, and we all got fired up because it was supposed to be for the little guy, and it's not. Oh, okay. Um, How so? Corporations are getting involved. Corporations are involved. They're th- uh, you're supposed to be limited as to the number of companies you can own. They're finding ways around it. Mm. So the little guy's getting squeezed out. Right. And the other problem is you have to have real estate. Oh, Lord, I just had a thought. How long before Amazon starts selling cameras? Not (laughs) soon enough. Um, But you have to have the capital for real estate, and then you have to show capitalization for your company. So if you're a small business person, you're really looking at a million bucks. Okay. And then you're looking at, if you find real estate that you can use, you have to do a community host agreement. And because these sites are so few and far between, the towns that are permitting it, choking you on the community host agreements. Mm. They're getting all they can. They're leveraging them to the hilt. So it's my perception of this is sit back and wait a little while. If you are an entrepreneur that's interested in opening a – do we call them dispensaries? Is, is it's a, to me, it's a store. Okay. I mean, because I would like to have the marble head shop. Oh. I thought it was kind of cute <laughs> as my retirement vehicle. Um, <clears throat> the other – I go out to L.A. frequently, and, and the, we – Massachusetts and California legalized the same day. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I can walk in Beverly Hills, where, of course, I would shop, David. Of you know course. me well enough. Yes. To MedMen. You and Julia Roberts. MedMen. Right now, across the street. Yeah, MedMen, God bless them. They advertise on a lot of podcasts. I hope they come here. They're an yeah. excellent retailer. Oh, they are? Okay. okay. Um, when you walk into their store, you don't feel like you're in a dispensary like you do here in Massachusetts. You sound like you're quoting from the ads. It's exactly what the ad says, but keep but going. But it's the truth. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you, yeah. you know, they card you on the way in. They say hi. They check your ID. I've shopped there before a couple times. Um, <laughs> but the range of products available, to your point, they have a whole section of CBD, which has no THC in it. Right. So you're Doesn't not get you get high. stoned. Yeah. But it gives pain relief for people in chronic pain. Um, They have pill forms. They have gummies. You don't have to smoke anymore. Right. Uh, You know me. I'm a long smoker, but I'd rather not smoke pot. Right. Because it's worse on your lungs. It is. When you see the range of products Mm -hmm. available there that aren't available here, and that goes to our inability to grow the stuff fast enough. Is that right? Yeah, Mass, we don't have many growth days. I'm a, an investor in a farm in Colorado. Because of, w- of the weather. Is that the right? weather. The fucking weather. Jesus. Yeah, we're back to the accent. <laughs> uh, but when I go out to Colorado, I have a, I'm part of a farm out there. Okay. And we have 340 days of sun. Mm-hmm. We grow all year round. Well, hold on. You're part of a farm out in Colorado. There's so I many things in. I'm learning about you. I you're, know. You, you're part <laughs> owner of a farm. Up, 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 a farm where the, the primary crop is cannabis, or the only crop is cannabis. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow. I got in on the ground level with a bunch of accountants and lawyers. Yeah, and um, it must be growing like a weed. Thank you. 
thank you. That's twice with the same joke, David. I know, I know. Wait, I got, uh, I know, I'm such a dope. Oh, thank you. Um, (laughs) How's that? Uh, So what's interesting to me is the the sea change in attitude about cannabis and about marijuana because that you listen to the MedMen ads since you brought them up, and it's like um, it doesn't, it's the farthest thing from like Cheech and Chong. It's like oh, it's God, like yeah. it's like our professionals are here to, to to find a product that's right for you, whether you're stressed out, you're experiencing pain, um, and you know one of the great upshots of this this change in the law is that people who are you know veterans with PS, P, PTSD, mm-hmm. um, veterans with chronic pain, everybody with chronic pain. Um, I have a, a friend whose son has uh, Crohn's disease, and oh, and, and yeah, and he and he takes some kind of product. I don't know exactly what it is, but that re- relieves his pain. So, I mean, what the hell? Why not? But it's great. It, it's it's just nice that um, I don't know. It used to be like you walk, say you're walking the streets of Boston, and you catch a whiff of marijuana, you'd be like, "Ooh, someone's got a joint!" <laughs> like, like who's that? They're being naughty. And now, if I smell it, it's kind of like second nature. Like, okay, okay. yeah. I haven't yeah. smelled. I mean, my office. I'm down on State Street, so I'm on Nathaniel Hall and and Quincy Market. But I haven't run into it. My understanding is, if you cut through the common, right, you're gonna get stoned. Yep. I <laughs> really the secondary smoke, smoke just but, in the summertime. I imagine. Yeah. Just back to the MedMen yes, model. Sure. One of the things that I think is so creative and great about MedMen is, as you suggested, their ads say you we want to help you. Right. When I walk into the Beverly Hills store, and yes, I do go to Beverly Hills at least once a year because it's pretty. Um, and I really like the Beverly Hills hotels. <laughs> it's my dirty little secret. Um, it's like I, the 25th anniversary of the mo- of the movie Pretty Woman, I think. Something like that. I, we can't be that old. Yeah, I, Come yeah, on. We are. It might even be worse. I'll look it up. But uh, they have... And I have had for a while. They have a pretty woman package at the Beverly Hills Hotel. I don't know if you. Oh no, that's that. at the Wilshire. Yeah. Wilshire. Okay. Sorry. No, I'm at the other one down the street I'm, where the polo I'm lunches. not as fancy as you are. That's here. all right. Yeah. Someday. <laughs> um, Go ahead. But with MedMen, they'll blend you. Oh, they'll custom make uh, for a, a joint or no a... for for an ailment. Mm-hmm. It's CBD and THC interact. That's what's in the plant. Mm-hmm. So they have a, an ability to extract these substances, but the blend of it is what can give you the best relief. Oh, so, I see. for example, I'm suffering with chronic pain from a IT band and um, muscle injury. Mm-hmm. Despite the full hip replacement, that yeah. didn't work out so great. Yeah. For me, it's CBD at let's call it a hundred percent for ease. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. But if I really want to relax, yep. then it's maybe. 15% THC, 85% CBD. And you can get both. And, and you can, with the pill form that they sell, right. or um, that's the easiest to dose, but you can dose <laughs> yourself right? and get the relief and not walk around oh, you, stoned. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, which is helpful is, when you want to get through a day. Right, because I, I will confess that I, I, I'm not, I've never been like a weed guy per se. I, I have certainly sampled it here and there. Certain friends of mine will talk me into it, and it's fine. And But yeah, I... Um, during in periods, I've tried it for anxiety or something like that, and for me, I, I haven't gotten it right because I'll be like, "Oh, let me just take a couple 
hits and it'll and either it won't do enough or all of a sudden I'm sitting in front of the TV for three hours like watching binging Modern Family or something and and, and relax but I'm not South getting back. anything yeah but about, right South <laughs> but I'm not and in my head I'm like uh, this was supposed to like relieve a little stress so I could go back to work and I'm not working right now I'm watching TV so, so, the, so you find a happy medium the ability not to smoke it and dose it because you can pick between strains there's right. a strain that makes you want to watch South Park there's a strain that makes you want to paint a wall <laughs> right. and clean the house. So oh, yeah, that's you can pick yeah. between the right. strains and add the CBD, and that's where I find MedMen to be such an enjoyable shopping. There you go. And yeah. then LAX doesn't screen for marijuana products. They don't. No. How about that? God love them. Um, yeah, by the way, next year will be the 30th anniversary of the film Pretty Woman. 30 years since that movie came out. Thanks, David. Crying out loud. Let me uh, take one more quick break here, and we're going to come back, and we're going to do something called uh, Good Stuff, and Martha and I are going to recommend something that you have to check out. There's another teaser for you, but let me just take one minute to tell you about another podcast we produce here at Pod 617. It's called Are You Not Entertained? Featuring Eddie Nathanson of Red Pill Talent. All episodes appear on our website, pod617.com. Eddie talks to some of the best experts in employer branding across the country. This is what he does. He's a consultant. Companies need talent. Ed finds out how to stand out in this crowded field and attract the right people. But as it happens, he also has a crazy amount of fun on this show, blasting you with pop culture. From Spider-Man to Seinfeld, from Tom Brady, football Jesus, to Bobby Brady, uh, the youngest kid on the Brady Bunch. I didn't need to explain that. From Terminator 2 to Tupac Shakur, rest in peace if he's really dead. Subscribe, share, and consume this delicious pod. Are you not entertained? At pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. In pod, we trust. Okay. Got through that live read without... Uh, too much, uh, too many parentheses. Well, I didn't interrupt you. That was probably a. <laughs> That's okay. That's the, the the cool thing about podcasting is we tell people just chill out, just talk, and if you if you take a left turn, go down that road and see where you might turn out. Who knew we were going to be talking about my aunt Martha today? I'm talking to my friend Martha about my aunt Martha. What a moment! Anyway, so can we do this? Good stuff thing, Martha. You up sure, for it? I'm okay. Ready. Let's do this segment of the show that we call Good Stuff. Oh, that's the good stuff. Cool music on a Friday. Get us bopping a little bit. It's still a little early. Uh, the bar's not open yet. Um, anyway, so you. This is uh, this is cool because on Good Stuff we talk about. Uh, TV shows you might have seen, restaurants you might have gone to, or even apps on your phone. And there's nothing greater than like something, I mean, people call them life hacks these days, I think, but I just love finding little devices, and a lot of them are on your phone, that Mm -hmm. save you time, or save you, or like, oh my God, that's so cool, because I've been doing it this other way, it's a pain in the ass. So you have an app that you'd like to tell us about. I do. And this was shared with me by a very good friend. Um, it's called Insight Timer. Insight Timer. And if you're trying to learn how to meditate, which for lawyers, at least our friends, can be yeah. really difficult because shutting off our brains isn't the easiest I thing know. in the world. But Insight Timer assists you with all kinds of different formats, music. You can do a guided meditation. So I use it, and it also keeps track of your consecutive days so you can make sure you're taking care of yourself and taking your 20 minutes or 30 minutes so it, to chill out. Okay. So it like reminds you when to meditate? It does that. It offers you um, options on 
of guided meditation for relaxation or pain management or calmness or get um, to get you fired up to do some good stuff. Mm-hmm. And it gives you all those options, and then it keeps track of how many days in a row you do it. So mm-hmm. as you learn how to meditate, it helps you just keep track. I just installed it on my phone. It's really good. I really yeah. like it. I use the. Um, I did my own. I use Waves. I do about a half hour. What now? What Waves is the the yeah, the sound program? Or no, the, this is no, literally the sound the, you're listening to while you're we're meditating. We're going back to the sea here. I listen to Waves <laughs> when I meditate. <laughs> Um, and just have that with a little background music and chimes. What so you is can the, add what is all that. The icon, it looks like a, a bowl. It's is a bowl. A, oh, it's a, why a, is a t- it a bowl? Do we know? Um, Buddhist. No, oh, it's like it, a Buddhist. Okay. And they hit it, and that's your chime to either the lar- start, finish. The largest library of free guided meditations on earth. So oh, and you, I, m- I didn't mention it's free. Yeah, I, I just noticed that. Yeah. I didn't pay it's a dime great. for it. Uh, so it's asking me questions about what my meditation. Okay, this is all like the introductory stuff, so I'm not going to do it right now. But it um, does it talk to you or no? It just it just sort of gives you, you can choose that. Okay. Yep, you can choose guided meditations, which is someone like walking you through a meadow in your head. Really? Oh yeah. Well, I like that stuff. Yeah. It's fun. It is yeah. fun. It, it, at least you know with different times in our lives. Sometimes there's a crisis. You got to try everything to make sure you can manage it. I I have an idea. Let's create an app called guided meditation for your enemies and instead of calming <laughs> you down it'll be like you know and you send it as a prank to your friend like you gotta try this and then it'll say like Tracy you're walking through a meadow by the way your cable bill is due they're probably gonna <laughs> shut it off Tracy the, you know everybody in all your college friends talk about you behind your back they think you've become too stuck up you're walking through the meadow it's like what? yeah I like yeah. that I don't know yeah. um Okay, insight. So that's that's you? a good one. So so here's an app for all y'all out there, and it's kind of like just kind of boring and just kind of like, but it's a function that I think a lot of us need. It's this is called Tiny Scanner, and so what it does is it turns anything into a PDF document, but it has been such a time saver. I mean, if you ever need to get something to your accountant, your lawyer, your financial advisor, or something. And, uh, you know, you've got hard copies sitting in front of you and you don't want to take it to someplace and have it scanned. Or you may have a scanner at home, which is a pain in the ass usually to stick the thing on there. You literally just take a picture of a document and then it turns it into a PDF. And so I use it all the time. It's it's easy. And um, tiny scanner. It's free. There's a free ver- There's probably like some upgrade version, but it, but it's free. And that way... You know, I mean, nobody faxes anything anymore, right? But when you have to, like, email a doc, can you email me that document? Well, no, I'm holding it in my hand, so take a picture. I think it works on photos, too. I've never really tried that. I guess you probably wouldn't need it so much on photos, but... I think yours is more, much more exciting than mine because I can use that in court. Yeah. Oh, see, Thank you can. You. Yeah. No, no problem. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Um, no, so. I'm a geek. I like stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, of, of others that... Well, here's one for the... Uh, I'll do one more for the... Uh, for the vein, for the hopelessly vain like me, um, if you haven't heard of this app, it's gonna it's gonna reveal a lot about you and probably your friends. It's called Facetune, so just like it sounds, Facetune, and it cleans up your pictures. And so you can take a photo of yourself. It's very easy to load. This is a free app, and I'll I'll do a quick demonstration for you, Martha. So. Uh, 
This is... This is sponsored by the, you know... Uh, the Narcissistic Society of uh, America, well, whatever. So this is a picture. Or the Plastic Surgeons of America. <laughs> well, you, if you, if you, well, right. And, but no, if you, um, if you have this, you don't need the the plastic surgeon because it, it, you know, jazzes up your photo so nicely. You, well, let's just say I'll look at the toolbar at the bottom. You put the photo up, and then you can. Um, there's a button that says whiten, which means you go to your teeth and you make your teeth whiter. There's a button that says smooth which means you you literally just take your hand and and do just kind of scrub scrub yeah you scrub away the the um <laughs> your wrinkles and it can i tell you it works well, i'm sure it, it does you can do reshape so if you want to lose a couple pounds you know take take a couple pounds off your hip if, if you're in uh it's the book. plastic surgeons of america it that is. came up with this because once you see that picture that's then, what you're gonna want then you want the real thing right yeah so and and Talk the reason about narcissist that would be me then David <laughs> not you <laughs> right and the reason why I say it's re- it's revealing is now when you look at your friends' photos that they're posting on Instagram and Facebook and wherever else take a quick look mm-hmm. there are a couple there are a couple people I know that whenever this woman and she's very sweet but whenever she posts a photo she gets all these comments you look so young Lisa oh my God you look so you look amazing. Um, if you look closely, you can kind of see her. She, she looks. She went a little too crazy, I think, with the face tune because she <laughs> she looks like um, you know no wrinkles, like uh, almost like uh, not not human, like plastic. She looks like a Barbie doll. But uh, God bless her. So use Facetune, but use it responsibly. Yes. Okay, use it judiciously. Okay, we're all we all wouldn't mind looking a little bit younger, and why the hell not? You can have a nice photo, you know. You can also, uh, I think, scrub out people that you don't like out of the photos. Yeah, that's cool. Um, well, Martha, how can people get in touch with you? Because, um, you know, whether it's uh, this cannabis law, people have questions about that, or family law, or you guys also do estate planning law? A bit. A little bit of estate planning. So how should people get in touch with you? There are two ways to get in touch with All me. Right. Um, I practice primarily out of Boston through Western Patrick, a professional association. Mm-hmm. I can be reached at 617 880 Six three three six, or there's Bagley Law up in Salem, at nine seven eight, seven four five zero zero six six, and that office is um, primarily taken care of by Attorney Nancy Keller. Go Nancy Keller. So that's cool. And we have Joey. So you got Sh- two options. We, we have another uh, young associate with us now. Just came on board to help us with cannabis law. Joey Shabika. Joey, all right. Shout out Joey. I can't wait to meet him. A BU kid. To your heart of hearts. Nice, yeah. Still the tallest law school in the nation, as far as I know. And that's our one claim to fame. No, it's a lovely school, and there's a new dean there that she's awesome. All right. Anyway, did you have fun? I did. I hope you did. I did, I did. Um, Martha Bagley, you are awesome. We had so much fun. I wish you heard all the fun we had before we started recording, but you don't get everything, kids. Um, oh, my God, the secrets we told each other. God. Me and Martha, we just sat and we told each other secrets. Oh my God, that keep woman! Keep in the vault. Keep them in the keep, vault. <laughs> keep it in the vault. Keep it under your hat. Thank you so much, Martha. It's been if, my pleasure. If you like this podcast, and why would you not? Because Martha rocked it. Um, please share it with a colleague or a friend or an enemy. I don't care. Share it with whoever you like. That's how we spread the juju about this podcast. If you like your own podcast, check out pod617.com. And visit us at our Westwood Studios. It's pretty cool. We just painted the place. Do you like it, Martha? Looks you like beautiful. one of the Yeah, it's a very soothing taupe color or something. I'm colorblind. I don't know. Anyway, hope you enjoyed it. Enjoy your day, Boston. On behalf of Martha, Bob. On behalf of Martha Bagley, whose name I will not screw up, 
This is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston... You must be the other guy. 